Okay. Hi, this is... Oh, nope, that's not how you start it. Nope. I was going to say this is Saylat. It's not. It's I mean, not, it, I mean is, it is. But, but <laughs> this is how we start all of our episodes, just so you know. We never know how to do this the right way. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Saylat. And this is Kalina. And we have a special guest with us today that we are so, so happy to have on our show. Um, we have author Nicole Hall. Who will be talking about? Nope, <laughs> I fucked that one up. Uh, we're just going to be talking with Nicole about her work, and we did read Accidental Magic, um, which was amazing. And so we'll be referencing that book throughout this interview and everything. So um, welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. So we met Nicole, and we mentioned this. Um, at the end of a couple of our episodes, at a presentation that we did with the Colorado Romance Writers. That's, that's it. That's I always want to yes. put association at the end of that. <laughs> no. And I always... The Colorado stop. Romance just, Writers. <laughs> okay. And that's why I always look at you and you're like, done. <laughs> that's it. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're super stoked. We, uh... So, yeah. no, go ahead. You want me to... No, go, go ahead. No, well, now you I don't know. What, now I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So we, you know, did a presentation and Nicole reached out um, and asked if we'd be interested and we were. So we read Accidental Magic, which was the first book in a new series by you, correct? That's right. Yes. My Modern Magic series. Modern Magic series. I could not come up with another name for that. It works. It works. Yeah. <laughs> it is, because it's like present and magic. So magic. great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so swear yeah. I'm more creative than this. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. We enjoyed it a lot. And um, it, it gives me practice for actually reading with my eyeballs, because I don't do that very well. I'm a much better <laughs> book listener. But it was it was good. It was really, it was quick. And it was entertaining. I liked it a lot. It was different, I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was a story we'd read before. No, we haven't had this before um kind of the suppressed magic being mm-hmm. found you know someone find, coming in at a later stage and discovering magic in themselves that mm-hmm. they didn't know they had for whatever reason so yeah. that was interesting and then having like the you know tie in with the fairies but not be really about them too much they yeah. were kind of yeah. you know aside from torix who was the bad guy obviously and uh, <laughs> mattered <laughs> For the plot, but but they were side. You know, the the humans had to figure it out. The mm-hmm. magical humans had to really take the reins and figure out how to save the day. And we haven't had fairies before, have we? As our paranormal um, connection, yeah, we had that one book that was confusing about the fairies, but I can't remember. Don't no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not take us back because I don't remember either. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious. There was yeah, a, me too. <laughs> It was one with a unicorn where she ended up being a unicorn. It doesn't matter. We I had a unicorn. Yes. Oh shit! <laughs> this is bad. That yeah. was a long. That was that was like first. Was that first year? First year. Yes. First year. <laughs> We're in year three, and so it's hard we sometimes. <laughs> I have a hard enough time thinking about the book we just read, let alone <laughs> once we read two years. Two years ago is a bit. It's a bit much. So. Oh man. Um, but no, I feel like this is the first really where the fairies are more interactive. Mm-hmm. This is this is the first one of those that we've read for the okay. podcast. That's actually, I yeah. mean, I've got other books and other series where I've Ugh. encountered fairies, but not for the podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's start off with our quickie, which is yes, usually we what we do to start off all of our episodes. So we'll invite you to answer first. And what we do is just sort of pull in something we've read from the book. It's relatable somehow. So our quickie is going to be who your favorite Marvel character is, because you bring up Marvel a lot in this book. Um, That one's tough. Actually, my favorite Marvel character is actually Hawkeye, um, who doesn't really have superpowers much other than just being generally awesome and snarky. He's, if you read the comics at all, he's a little bit more sassy in the comics than he is in the movies. Okay. But he is my number one, probably. And then there's like a tie, but anything, any guy named Chris, if he's playing a character, that's (laughs) It's gonna be up there. Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> right. Yep. I'm like we can throw in Chris Pine too, even though he's DC. But I'm okay with that. You're bringing up memories from when we had this conversation a little bit earlier. Before that was like too. episode four. <laughs> yeah, <I think>. exactly. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. My favorite superhero though is Wonder Woman. hundred oh, percent. Totally. Yes. So our original question was going to be Marvel versus DC. Which one do you like better? <laughs> 
I do like Marvel better. I think Marvel tells better stories. Wonder Woman's like the only DC character I really like. Sure. So. Yeah, I totally hear you. I there. we just saw a preview for the Wonder Woman 1984 movie that's a, that was supposed to already have been out, but is on yeah, hold. Yeah. And I'm so excited for that. Mm-hmm. That looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Someday, someday they'll show us. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll be able to go out again. <laughs> well, who's your yeah. favorite Marvel? Say what? Mine's Hawkeye. <laughs> Mine's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. There can't, can't be three people who are picking oh, Hawkeye. No, all of us are picking Hawkeye. And then secondly, it's the Chris's. And it's so funny that you say that because we had this exact conversation. Like you said, like episode four, we were talking about between the Chris's, who's your favorite Chris? And we had chose Pratt. Yeah. And then uh, and then it was Hemsworth. And then we we're like, oh, poor Evans. Nobody loves him. But we're like, no, everybody loves him. He's just too pretty. Yeah. He is too pretty. But then we mentioned that Hawkeye was our most favorite. Yes. Well, so, yes. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Why not? I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. So that's... But that's I also fine. like Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. I think yeah. her character. I don't yeah. know as much. I never did any of the comics. So I don't... I only know them from this most recent right. bout of movies. So I feel inadequate in saying... <laughs> I'm always asking Daniel, my husband Dan, I'm always asking him questions and then I'll accidentally bring up like Batman. He goes, that's DC, honey. And I'm like, oh, okay. I used to know more than my husband as far as the lore because I was into it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And then he started like really getting into it and playing like video games Mm -hmm. that were Marvel based. And now he knows way more of the lore than me. And it's always embarrassing when he's like, hey, have you heard of this person? And I'm like, no. Give me a second. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I will know in just a little bit. Well, that and yeah. they've got so many different universes. It's It gets like with the Spider-Man series. Mm-hmm. No, I can't keep up. I love them. But so he's got too many universes, too many <laughs> I, uh, identities and, and stuff. <laughs> Can. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. It's big. It's a huge. Big. I can I can ingest the movies, and that's <laughs> where I kind of I'm like, okay, that was enough. Yeah, so. awesome. All right, well, cool. So we will get into the book. Mm-hmm. This is uh, basically the story of Sarah and Jake, right? Uh-huh. And and their start. It takes place in a small town in Texas, Mulligan, and uh-huh. Sarah has returned after seven years' absence because her grandmother has passed on Evie, and so she is there to take possession of Evie's house and kind of help tidy up her affairs after her passing. And then we discover a whole bunch of stuff that <laughs> Sarah didn't know about her life and her grandmother and, and her history. And there's a big surprise about, <laughs> oh, guess what? You have magic. <laughs> You're not crazy. Exactly. You have magic. Mm-hmm. So all of these things that she'd just been fighting her whole life, people thinking, you know, she, she thought she saw things and nobody agreed with her. Nobody believed her and thought she was crazy and tried to convince her she was crazy, in particular her ex-husband Will, mm-hmm. who led her to be medicated for her delusions and she's coming to realize that that's just not true. Um, and finding herself in the uncovering her past and really figuring out who she is and what her future has in, hold, uh, in store for her. So we wanted to kind of talk about relationships because that seemed to be a big driver for this in the book. There's a lot of Sarah's relationships that start out broken and ways mm-hmm that she's working to kind of fix them or maybe not even her. Sometimes it doesn't seem like she wants to fix all of them, but they start to get repaired through like forced interaction, mostly Mm -hmm. like between her and Jake. So how do you kind of look at, you know, crafting these stories with those those kind of relationships and setting them up so that the characters have that kind of, I don't know, that was a terrible question. Am I erasing over that one? (laughs) No, No, I I thought that was fine. (laughs) I was like in the middle of a sentence and I was like, I don't have a question. (laughs) Kalina one, say let's 17. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, I mean, should we maybe ask maybe what the thinking was behind the story? Is that what oh, you're thinking? Oh, I guess that's a good one. <laughs> Start somewhere simple, say let. Let's not jump into the fucking hardest question. I don't know. Okay, that's a good one. Okay, so like inspiration, inspiration. For, for the whole book. And for, I'm assuming then for the series because yeah. this becomes, you know, it goes on for five books. So Yeah, so the inspiration for this one was my characters always come first when I'm writing. So I had the, this idea of Sarah and, and her life before and then it became – originally this wasn't a paranormal. It was just a, a small town second chance love story and then I got like three chapters in and realized that I cannot write a story that doesn't have magic in it nice <laughs> so 
all this things started happening and I was, I decided I should uh, start over and actually plot out a book that is purposely magical. And, um, so that's how we ended up with that. It was sort of an accident. Oh, nice. <laughs> Accidental magic. Oh, yeah, air high fives all around. <laughs> but yeah, it became a lot more. I had all these ideas for things I wanted to do in this area. And like I said, my characters come first. So I had all of these people that were in this world and I could not tell all of their stories in one book. And so it kind of grew and grew in this series, which I'm actually writing the last book in the series right now, which is book number six. Okay. Uh, so it will be everything because the idea of the magic gets much bigger. And so that gets resolved in the last book as, as the books come on, the, the magic gets bigger. But as far as the inspiration for, there's different inspirations for different parts of it. So like the people obviously were completely made up. Yeah. <laughs> they live in my head. <laughs> and, uh, but the place was based off of where I went to college for a couple of, for quite a few years. I went to college in a little town in East Texas and so um, the idea of it was based off of it. There's not actually like any places there that are real. Yeah. <laughs> Just to yeah. make that clear. <laughs> but um, the, the, the surrounding area and all that, it was, I kind of drew from the culture of that. And uh, I like the idea of uh, turning magic on its head. So the idea of like the fae living there, but it's not the usual fae that you get used to. And they're kind of snarky and they like don't really want to solve their own problems. And they're powerful, but kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, li- I like that idea. And I like the idea of, um, it's a small town, but it's not like everyone doesn't actually know everyone else's business. Mm-hmm. Right. And the idea of she's learning to get over her husband and deal with the problems that she's had pers- in her personality, but she's doing it on her own instead of the connection with the guy really doing it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that was definitely one of the main tensions for Sarah throughout the book was her newfound independence after so many years of mm-hmm. being controlled by Will. And so wanting to really stand on her own two feet, but facing such a monumental, like, challenge <laughs> like right. save the world <laughs> after yes. discovering magic for a week um, <laughs> and so he's like trying to balance her desire to be independent and do it on her own with well you need some help when you're you know facing a centuries old evil fae. <laughs> So I liked that because, yeah, after everything she's been through, you want her to be independent mm-hmm. and strong and like to figure out her life. And there's still more she has to do and it isn't dependent on Will or um, Jake. Yeah. Jake, yeah. yeah. It was a good, the way that you had focused sort of her like mind melt. She had feelings about this and then she'd had conflicting feelings about the other. So it was just like, it was kind of hard for us to tell, well, does she really want the help? No, she wants to work on it on her own. That writing style was, was really interesting because she had a lot of internal monologues, but mm-hmm. That self-discovery is super important. And we love to dig deep into, or I guess we don't dig too deep, but we like to dig into issues like that where it's like, you know, self-development and self-understanding and expression and and stuff like that. So, but there were some points where we're like, well, it's okay to ask for help, especially if you don't know what's happening with the magical world and it's so new to you. (laughs) Or not even to ask, but there were people in her life who were offering it. And so learning to trust her own judgment Mm -hmm. in... Not everybody is trying to help, like, help for nefarious reasons. Like, Will, whenever Will offered, it was somehow there was a subtext of something that he needed or wanted from her. But there are people in your life who are going to just offer and be good. And so, like, she needed to rediscover that inner compass that helped her tell, like, am I being controlled or is this just a genuine friend, a genuine uh, person who wants to help? Mm -hmm. And that's hard coming out of an abusive relationship to trust your judgment again. She wasn't willing to trust anything because she didn't trust her own right. judgment. I like, the, I like the phrase inner compass. That's that's really exactly on there. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I mean, that was, it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Will sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to say, you're, the villains that you have displayed here had really us going in like different loops. I just couldn't tell for a while. <laughs> Actually, let me tell you this. I don't see any foreshadowing. I'm very bad at it. I just read the book and then Kalina has to tell me about it later. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did catch on that there was something suspicious about Maddie within, I think within like the first introduction of her in the first chapter. I highlighted her name. You did. And I was like, I am suspicious of this one. And I was fucking <laughs> right on, right on. And I'm very proud of myself because I normally don't see any of that at no. all. But then you introduce Will and then we meet Torex and then, you know, then we meet Z who at first I was like, mm, Z's kind of a. I think that's just fairies though. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's true. That is just fairies. Yeah. And then you totally flipped it on us and had something with Ryan at the end there. With that action scene and the wolf. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But it was so, it was written, it, it just melded so well. And I loved it. It was so well, great. Like, it's, I'm so glad. Yeah. It really gave you a sense of what Sarah was going through. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't know who she's trusting. And so as, you know, at first, like, Ryan seems totally on the up and up. And then he starts to, like, he's hiding some shit. And you're like, what's he hiding? Mm-hmm. And then the wolf doesn't like him. And you're like, what's up with this wolf? And so then you start questioning Ryan. And you question Maddie. And you question, I mean, Will, there's never. There's never a At no point are you like, well, he might be good. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, the only question we have about Will is, is he behind? That's true. The, the he's, all, he's definitely him. a bad husband. Yeah. <laughs> but if For there, sure. Mm-hmm. But there were some moments where you're like, well, why was he in town early? And right. why does he know about her property, um, Evie's, Evie's property before mm-hmm. even Sarah knew about it? So that does make it suspicious because you're like, well, maybe he is involved in the magic. Mm-hmm. So it was very well done because, yeah, at, at any point in time, it could have been a lot of people. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, we were just like picking them out. Like, OK, it's this guy. It's this guy. It's this guy. I, I started to believe in the wolf. And I was like, that wolf truly wants to protect Sarah. Still, yeah. You know, and. It's like, and I guess all of the guys, not just like, yeah, it was against Will and then especially against Ryan and, you know, and so that, I think that character, the wolf threw me off the most. (laughs) It did. And then it was Ryan, but (laughs) it was, um, he chased after Ryan and tried to protect her from Ryan and then protect her from Will. So he would never at any point attack her. She pet him in the dream. He was in that dream. I just remember that with Z, which was in the dream, was the outer body experience. Yeah. What was that? Oh, now I've got questions. <laughs> what is that about? I just remembered that because the wolf is Maddie's pet, but he was in the dream with Z. No, the wolf is Torx's power, right? Yes. But why was he in the dream with Z? Because he's in the forest. <laughs> I don't know. And Z was just like, she didn't shoo him away. Like, if he was a bad wolf with the bad guy, I'd been like, go away, bad wolf. Well, I mean, you know? You'd have to have, like, Um, she'd have to have more power, I think. I think it has to do with... I should have put that line in there. Go away, bad wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, wait, one of them brought up that it wasn't the wolf, I mean, because he's been corrupted by power. So the wolf is different, like... Well, there are no wolves there, so it's weird to have Anyway, we can't focus on that. (laughs) (laughs) So... The third book in the series, I don't know if you, you looked ahead at all, but the second book in the series is Z and Ryan's story. Yes. So you get to find out a lot more about Z and, and the Fae. Mm-hmm. The third book is Maddie's story. Okay. And you find out what's what, what's going on with the wolf. Ah, see. The wolf's coming up. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yes. So I some know. of that was a little bit of foreshadowing for, for future books. Future Got books. It. Okay. okay. That's brilliant. I love it. Everything you needed to know for this part of the story, you learned in the book. But also, I threw some extra stuff in there because I was planning ahead. Sure. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. No, that's perfect. But I then love also, it. there's more that you're like, okay, I know things need to, like, we have to read a- more because there's questions. There's right. things to figure out. <laughs> I need to know that what's, the hope. what's hope going on. More. <laughs> Definitely. That is the point. And right? yeah. So, when we're doing this recording, two and three are out, and four is about to come out, right? It comes out yes. in October. Yes. Okay. October twenty third. Yes, October twenty third. And so, and this episode's going to come out on the seventh. So it'll just be right yeah. before book four comes out, so people can go and get catch up, read one, two, and three, and then get four. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is out on pre order too. So and five, four and five are both out for pre order right now, okay. and six should be out for pre order sometime in the next couple of weeks, I believe. All right. Okay. Awesome. So that's great. I have a que- another question. Do you have your books in print copy, or are they all online? I do. Well, you do. I do. All my books will be available in print. They come out in print, I think, a week before the ebook comes out. Mm, okay. So it's there's just no pre orders for print for through Amazon. It's something they do to limit. I don't know. I don't know what Amazon does, and I'm not going to discourage them. They are the Zon gods. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So we'll just go with yes, there are print versions. Okay. <laughs> There's actually also an audiobook version of the first one that just came out. Awesome. So, I know. It would have been perfect if 
before. But. That's okay. That's okay. Well, and now now it's out, and now you know I got my practice with reading, so I'm I'm still good. It yeah, is we're, we're hoping to make the next the rest of them into audiobooks as well. It's just a process. Yeah, oh, fun. We've been learning that from the different interviews we've done too. That that's mm-hmm. definitely a process. So, but that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. So everyone, that's the series. Pick yeah. those up. Okay. <laughs> so you can get them oh. online, print, or Audible. Right. Only the first ones out in Audible, but yeah. yeah. And yeah. there is, I should say, there is one more. There's a prequel that's available, which is like a short story. It is available on Amazon, but not in KU. So um, oh, it doesn't yeah. connect to my series when you go to the Amazon page because Amazon, again, won't let me do stuff like that. You know. But <laughs> you can also get it for free for like signing up for my newsletter, which you can access on my website and stuff like that. So if you mm-hmm. wanted like a free short story that is about a, some people that live in Mulligan, that girl accidentally summons an imp. Ooh. And well, that ends up fun. with, yeah. I haven't had an imp. <laughs> Not yet. So she's dealing with the best friend's brother situation, and um, her and the brother are dealing with the imp and the problems that it causes. Ah, nice. All right. So we'll do, um, at the end, we'll talk about your website and get all that info, because okay. yeah, um, sure. that'll be uh, our fun fuck fact for the mm-hmm. episode. Okay. But great. So there's a, there's a prequel. Cool. Well, we found out why Texas is in the picture now. That's because she's yeah, in school there. You went, yeah. So, you know, small town. Mm-hmm. So you kind of mentioned this about how the magic grows throughout the books. Mm-hmm. And I had some questions about the magic in the first one because it seemed... Like Sarah can do some things, but not other. Like mm-hmm. she was struggling with learning like shields and things, but she could. Right. She accidentally reanimated bunnies. Well, maybe not reanimated. <laughs> <laughs> she maybe she, just cleaned up dead bunnies and brought new bunnies to her right. to her porch. But she was concerned that they might be reanimated bunnies. <laughs> so how does it kind of like work for her? I mean, is it just a factor of her having been suppressed for so long? Um, I'm, I planned it to be more a factor of the way that the magic works in this world okay. is that nobody has unending power. Everyone has like skills, you know, oh, so okay. like you're, you're just like predestined to be good at something. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you have certain abilities and skills you can do with magic. And Sarah happens to be where she's very defensive with her magic. Or was it? Anyway, she can't, she has trouble making shields. She can't do shields, but she can do like energy balls and stuff like that. Like that's just where her skills lie. And so the other characters will have different, you'll, we'll get to do different things because you'll get to explore different parts of the magic because Ooh. I purposely limited the magic so that it wasn't all encompassing mm-hmm. forever because that makes it hard to have limits. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to have tension with the bad guy if you're like, I am a god. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You have to have some type of point of contention. Otherwise, right. yeah. <laughs> it's just two big, powerful people playing each other. Well, and it, it kind of gave us that, um, the way that Jake and Sarah relationship kind of supports each other because then Jake yeah. was able to use her magic to do a shield something mm-hmm. that she couldn't do so it's kind of right. like that they're that puzzle piece for each other mm-hmm. you right know, like they don't have all the same strengths but they have coordinating or um complementary yeah complementary yes exactly and I do a lot I do deal with the idea of bonds a lot in my book so like mated bonds or just like the idea that the bonds are a way that it connects emotionally and physically with the people and so that they're able to like share magic and most of the books I, I've written. So the, the main couples usually are able to share their magics, which is interesting because most of them are different. Um, that's the other thing I did with the magic system is that there are different types of magic in this world. So like, for instance, Sarah uses fey magic because of her background. So there's a lot of dealing with fey magic in this story because that's basically the supernatural creatures we went with. But then then later stories, you get to see other other creatures and other types of magic and other and the ways that um, it's limited and the ways that it's not. So that, when I said that's why I said the magic gets much bigger is because yeah. the world gets bigger and mm-hmm. um, it becomes really interesting because you kind of go, well, in the first book they couldn't do this, but in the fifth book they can do this now. This another person can do it, and it mm-hmm. becomes this. It builds on it. Okay, so. mm. that's really unique. We haven't had a book where the characters can share Mm-mm. magic at all, whether it's the same ability or not. I and, thought that yeah, when we were reading it and the bonds, yeah. and then like even when. When Jake was in trouble and he pulled mm-hmm. all the magic, like it mm-hmm. was just so interesting because it yeah. is her magic, but he was able through the bond to pull it pull to it, him yeah. as a, mm-hmm. a method, you know, to try and save himself when he yeah. was, when Maddie had him you know, drugged or tied up <laughs> or in, yeah. incapacitated. Yeah. 
Um, yes. So it was very interesting because instead of needing her particular to come save or any, no one really needed them to save each other, but mm-hmm. to like work together. Yeah. To save, yes. you know, that was nice. At most you get the characters that I could just feel that you're really horny for me or that you're mad at me or that you're, you know, like that's the most that the bond does, right? Or I yeah. can't be further than seven feet away from you type of thing. So, which wouldn't work in our, you know, we have to wear masks now. <laughs> but <laughs> that doesn't fit COVID <laughs> no. restrictions. You have to write the it by COVID. I have to be closer than six. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, like Kalina said earlier, your book really focuses a lot on, like, relationships and um, fixing bro- broken relationships and if a relationship's a little bit too broken. Do you... Well, first, do you write other paranormal series? Or is this your um, first one, or...? This is the first one that is published. We'll put it that way. Okay. There, are, there are a couple more that I'm working on that are not out yet. Okay. So it'll be... I have one that's a fairy tale retelling and one that's uh, this idea of old gods returning Ooh, to okay. the world like in modern times. That yeah. one I'm really looking forward to. But Ooh, So I do write cool. other Colonel series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're not out yet. Okay. That's awesome. for like by the next couple of years production schedule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, relationships is a huge focus on this. And we had some interest a little bit in the controlling relationship with Will. Yeah. Well, I think the part that was hardest was that it seemed that her own mother was on the yes. side of Will and that relationship. And that was a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle as a reader. Because <laughs> you're like, okay. oh, mom, no. No, mama. I mean, she was at the end. I guess Sarah was able when she left Will she did go to her mom so obviously her mom wasn't completely on Will like she let her divorce him and come live with her for a while so that's good Mm -hmm. she didn't go no go back to your husband who's awful right (laughs) she did push for it though and in that series like her the idea is that Sarah doesn't was very isolated her whole life and so her mom was very controlling when she was younger and she ended up in a relationship that was also very controlling Mm -hmm. probably I assume because she that's what she's used to right Right. Mm -hmm. so like her only escape from that was when she was in Mulligan in the summer with Jake and her grandmother. So it's it's this idea of like a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. for that and that she was, you know, used to this controlling relationship. She goes to a husband who's controlling and the husband and the mom connected because that's both how they they kind of both see love that way, mm-hmm. which isn't really love. But the but obviously Will, her husband, was way worse in that he was narcissistic and that was never love. But her mm-hmm. mom loves her, just doesn't understand that her version of love isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Well that and her memory had been taken away from Yeah, her. that just helped you there. So yeah. <laughs> So is it it's kind of, it feels like maybe the original sin was Evie taking away the yeah. memories and yes. in doing that, which seemed like a good act at the time, because I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember the mom's name, but Evie's daughter was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Her well, name. But after that, she was just known as mom. Well, no, I think right? she. I don't know. Anyway, because uh, she was heartbroken. Do I say her name? I don't know. I don't know. So, but she was heartbroken because you know she had fallen in love with the fairy, and he had been what drawn back to his realm, right? The, or right. The, the fairies took him back because you're not. Yeah. He impregnated her, and that wasn't good. That's naughty. So, <laughs> so it seemed like it seemed like Evie did a thing, you know, to try to help. But I think you had like when you have those emotional turmoils in life like a heartbreak you can't just whitewash over them Mm -hmm. because now she you know raised a daughter and she you know had this life and it wasn't you know her understanding of love is all skewed up Mm -hmm. she probably has some some kind of residual feelings that have been papered over by this memory wipe so it's kind of a story of you know pain and suffering like sucks like you know when you have lost love that sucks mm-hmm. but it's something this right. is your line why am i telling you're, your story your story is, you're doing so much better than i am <laughs> you love these things i am agreeing with you <laughs> you're the one who loves yeah. this <laughs> complicated like this idea that you can't just hide from it you can't just put it, push it aside and, and not ever deal with it you know and, and the consequences of that so there was a lot of it dealing with the previous generation with the mom whose name was Jacqueline Okay, but I don't think I ever mentioned it in the book I don't think you do that's why I'm saying yeah. well okay then I yeah. that's why I don't know <laughs> that's why we don't know it I, I, don't I think... was ever like I don't remember putting it in yeah <laughs> so I was like I only remember her as mom but yeah I wanted so like we have her complicated relationship and then her relationship with her mother with Evie and the mistakes that Evie and the Faye make in the mm-hmm. past and how they also have to kind of live live with what happened and then kind of atone for it in this mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah. I mean, my, my, my trope is mainly for that 
forbidden love where it's not supposed to happen and oh, you no, know what I mean? Just, what, what? Tell me in my ear. How you how you you're such a big proponent of love even when oh, you get hurt. <laughs> an idiot that's, that's what you meant yeah okay. not the forbidden stuff but yeah okay. i mean that is your favorite that is my favorite sorry i was i was i wasn't wasn't thinking about that <laughs> yeah no 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 i am i am a, the ultimate warrior of love and like i understand the self-discovery and working on yourself and all the, the emotions that sarah was going through to fix herself because you have to be able to do that you have to be able to love yourself take care of yourself before you can ever allow anybody else to do that um, right. to you with you or, or anything like that so i'm always for giving it another try and not being so like cautious about it like of course you still right. have to protect yourself mm-hmm. so that you don't get completely annihilated by the relationships that you're in because then you're just be completely destroyed but i'm also way for just opening up a little bit more for that second chance or the third chance or the fourth chance because if you're going back to the same person to try to get that love, that's wrong. Don't go back to Will and try to get that love. You know what <laughs> <Right>. I mean? <laughs> you saw that love with Jake, even though you ran from it, but you were younger. And he's offering it to you now. You know deep down inside that he's great. His name is Jake. Everybody's name who's Jake is good. <laughs> so it's a universal it's a universal. <laughs> And we also have an affinity. Exactly. (laughs) And we have an affinity for Jays in our podcast. They're good. J names for, you know, so it's just in any type of, and they're all like this, in any type of the characters who fall into those things. In my head, I am just cheering for them and I'm like, just give it a try. Do it. You're going to do it. And you're going to, you've already gotten hurt. Not that you're going to continue to get hurt. But I think that even though as you're discovering yourself, accepting the help from those you know who will take care of you is okay. So I know she wanted to do the things by herself, mm-hmm. but Jake was there. He, yeah. he fixed the sink and he does it without a shirt. <laughs> so he can help you with other things. It's quite all right. You know, and, and she'd known him from years before. So I'm always just like, just do it. Just do it and don't worry i will help you through it it'll be fine we're good now i know we're best friends <laughs> i did you know when i read these books i don't just i don't just read them i'm like literally in with them i put myself in the trio which yeah. then doesn't become a trio anymore it's the floral and um <laughs> you know different like i was like mm-hmm. that with harry potter i was the fourth. yeah you're, like, you're hanging just, out with I'm them a weird person that's just no, how i, I think did. that's how <laughs> I think that's good. That's the way to read that's things. That's the best way to read. Yeah. So you really, want to be in the really world. so strongly that you're in there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's just, sorry. I'm, I no, you're fine. Blinking at you're, that's what I'm meaning, though. She was right on. and I Because <laughs> you love that I stuff. missed the boat on You love that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, let's talk about. I think that brings up our kiss and tell perfectly, right? Or no, you were going to go somewhere else. <laughs> No, that's perfect. That is perfect. I know it's under <laughs> my kiss and tell. I put zombie bunnies. Yeah, we'll and come that, back. To yeah, we got it. Well, okay. we already kind of touched. We on did, so bunnies. I need to cross it out. She's <laughs> way more organized than I am. <laughs> so the relationship between Jake and Sarah, the second chance love, the one that got away kind of story, we thought we'd bring up for our kiss and tell. And you don't have to participate if you don't feel like it. But we always try to do a personal tie-in. So we'll do like a story from our life that kind of relates. Like, do you have a last chance or not last chance? What is it? Second chance or a, a one who got away story? Mm-hmm. Maybe even specifically to high school because they were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know she was not going to school there, but it was in yeah. high school era. Yeah, she was a, a teenager there and going through that. So I can go first so that you can see what example of this would be. It's going to be a terrible example. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> Yes, I love terrible examples. <laughs> yeah, I would say that I was the one who got away. <laughs> in uh, the relation, I was in two relationships when I was in high school. And uh, my first year or two, I was with someone who, I mean, we were going to get married. Culturally, we'd already been engaged in a Cambodian ceremony and like it was going to happen. Um, but I broke that off because that relationship just wasn't for me. I felt like it was just wasn't right. But he wanted to stay with me and asked about me. And we met up a couple of years later and he wanted to go out for drinks. And I'm like, no, I'm married. Can't do that. And then the latter part of my high school, I was with Julian, who was a big part of my life and a big part of my growth and self-discovery, a big part of discovering love. And he was actually, we he broke up with me and I was still willing to give him those chances and he 
let me know that it just couldn't happen but we but he talked me through it and he let me he was like very good about we're not right for each other and you're gonna figure that out later on and stuff I have such an immensely beautiful relationship with my husband now we've been married for almost 17 years we have two awesome kids and I think if they were to look back at it they would probably think I could have had that I don't I know that sounds terrible. No, it doesn't. You know, no, like I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm the shit. Like I'm a, I'm like, no. I'm a terrible cook and I read terribly. And it's just, there's a lot of things that probably wouldn't, but, <laughs> but I am such a lover and I love to love. So that's uh-huh. just, I think that is a big thing in relationships with guys like that who need right. to experience that type of love and those types of emotions. I'm not sad that I'm the one that got away. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> And it's good to, I think it's, it's hard sometimes, especially as women to say things like that sound boastful or prideful because we're told not to be, Mm -hmm. but it's important. And you know that about yourself. And so it's not boastful or prideful to feel like you had, you know, you were, especially with the second one, especially with Julia, you had Mm -hmm. offered so much and at the time it wasn't right for him and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. if looking back on it and we don't know where his life is now, you might, I don't. I do. And and that's not to say that if he's looking at me right now and saying, God, I wish I was still with her. (laughs) I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I at, at all. But you know that it's just. I think that I could be right for anybody. Not anybody. I'm not going to meld myself to all people. Well, no. But I, I don't know. I have a universal love. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> So, so I think mine's a little bit different because it's kind of more similar in a way to the story. Mine, it was like we were supposed to date in high school and we didn't ever make it. Mm-hmm. We flirted and we were together all the time and everyone assumed it was going to happen. And it just, he was a year older. So, and I left for junior year to go abroad. So I think it was just timing wise, it would have worked if I had been there my junior year probably. But since I wasn't and then by the time I came back, he was gone our senior year so we just never got it together in high school but we came back together afterwards Mm -hmm. like after I came back from college and he looked me up and we were together for a little while and I think that was just a sense of this was supposed to have happened and it didn't Mm -hmm. scenario so it felt like a a one who got away kind of deal for both of us then as we were together it was not that was bad (laughs) so we (laughs) We have, we have, well, he does suck really bad. That <laughs> uh, that's all on him. <laughs> um, and so then we broke up. Well, he he broke up with me because he sucks, and I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm in a good, yes. and then now I'm in a good, healthy, happier relationship. And he did reach out not yes. too long ago and like, hey, what are you up to? And I was like, ah, oh, no, no, no. We've done this twice yes. now. Screw you. <laughs> There's no more chances for nope. you, buddy. <laughs> so, but I do think, yeah. We kind of had that, I mean, it didn't go the same way for Sarah and Jake, but it was more that it fizzled in high school, but we came back together later on. Then we found out it wasn't good. It didn't work out for us. But yeah, so that's kind of my story of nice. second chances. Yeah. Second chance love. Yeah. <laughs> second chance love. This is going to sound terrible, but I've never had a second chance love, even though I wrote it in my story. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I guess I... I moved a lot. So when I graduated from high school, I moved across the country to Texas and I was there for a couple of years. And then I moved from there to another school and was there for a couple of years. So every time I had relationships uh, at a place, I, when I would leave, it was kind of, even though there was, you know, the Facebook and all that, I'm still friends with a lot of them, but it never became more later on. I always found somebody else. I moved forward and grew from the last relationship. I like to think that my, I'm married as well. I've been married for about 10 years. My current husband, my husband, who is awesome, um, we had met several years before, obviously we started dating and I felt like I can look back at the previous relationships I had and watch and look at the steps that led me directly to him, which is really interesting to me to look back and see that when at the time it was just a relationship and then it didn't work out and I was, you know, heartbreak and all that and you just move forward from that. But I can see how each relationship, if I hadn't been in that relationship, it wouldn't have led me to the next relationship, which would never have led me to my husband. Right. Where I'm home very happy with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's more, I guess it's more of a second chance for myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like, you know, me going, okay, this didn't work. So, what can we do better next time? You know, and, and having a second chance at having that relationship again, but better. 
Mm-hmm. So until I got to the best, which is right now. <laughs> exactly. That's great. I love that. I love that. I actually love that all the three of us is just that there is the self-discovery and, and finding that empowerment in yourself to, you know, recognize that you deserve better. Well, and it also right. fits very cleanly with your whole philosophy of like, yes, you get hurt, but you keep trying. Yeah. Right. Like you don't shut yourself so much that you, you know, throw away mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to just keep trying because it will, hopefully you will find it. You'll find the things. That, yeah, you know, right. make your heart sing. Exactly. That's what I was hoping Sarah would learn by the end of the book. Yeah, so that's what I wanted her to learn was that you have to keep trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you can't just up or you can't just block yourself off. No. Yeah. yeah, I love that. That's my favorite, and I preach that all the time. <laughs> I do that almost in all of our episodes. If it's if we've got if we've got this type of a storyline, then I'm just like, look, guys, go. There's so much love. There's so much shit in the world too, but there is also right. so much love. There is. Yeah, and I mean, first work on yourself. Love yourself first before you can love anybody else, and let anybody else love you, and then go share it. We right. need more love in this world, <laughs> particularly in our country. We need more yeah. love here, but we won't get into that. That's our other podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> That's enough. No one wants that. No one wants to hear that. But anyway, yeah, I like that idea of love and sharing love is kind of where the bonds came from in the stories is this idea that you have all this stuff inside of you and you can share it with another person and if you just let yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's scary, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, like that first I think they're like when they finally eventually have sex and like they you know, she doesn't keep putting up her walls. After, before that, she had learned her shields, and that was the first time they really both took their shields down right. um, because they needed to reach out and connect intimate, like on that completely deep level and not hide behind any right. kind of like wall or shield that was preventing them from really reaching each other and sharing mm-hmm. sharing mm-hmm. that. That was nice. Yeah. And it was yeah. a good sex scene, too. Well, <laughs> well, now that we've gotten here, yeah. welcome to Dirty Bugs, where we talk about sex. <laughs> So first, I want to say thank you for taking me back to high school and all those bump and grind moments that I <laughs> missed that don't happen much anymore. I mean, now I mean now you could just actually have sex and you don't have to do the bump and grind, right? So, but the makeup sessions on the couch are so fun, so fun. They're <laughs> so good. I love living in them. Like, yes, I was a voyeur in the living room when that was happening, and then Maddie ruined it. Maddie. <laughs> So we really only get one true sex scene. Right. And that was when Kalina just had talked about mm-hmm. putting up her walls. And that was where she was like, fuck it. Not, not even fuck it. It wasn't just like, <laughs> a whatever, let's do this. She wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. He yeah. wanted it to happen. And I really love that he was so patient with her. Yeah. And I mean, obviously he's not that, like I said, all the jakes are cool. <laughs> he was like, so my question about the sex scenes is, and you could totally not answer. You could tell me to, you know, don't worry, you'll get it in the next books or whatever. But we particularly, well, I don't know. I particularly <laughs> like, like we, we get into the scenes that are like real deep and descriptive and they don't, they're not necessarily dirty, but a little bit more. And I loved how this one was. It was very sweet. It was very nice, but it was not descriptive. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It was enough for me. I was. I thought it was. It was there. I was there. I, I mean, I loved the whole like where he was like locked the door first and then like they went yes. up the stairs. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was like the door. There were the, the like the background stuff that was happening that you don't normally, it normally was a storm, get. Like, right? Yeah, was there, there was a storm. storm? Yeah. I love sex storms. Oh, storm sex. <laughs> right? It's so good. In all so the books good. when there's a storm yes. during the sex scene, it's so good. It's I don't know why. That was like the best scenery with that whole thing. It's atmospheric and yes. it feels right. Yes. Well, and that's what it is. Like all the des- <laughs> descriptions that you described that surrounded it, besides the actual like the physical description of it, but all of those pieces that were put together to to bring into that moment was mm-hmm. really nice. We love condom scenes. I don't know. Yes. I just, I love that. Just it doesn't that, happen in too many of no. the paranormal books because mm-hmm. there's always the side story of like, <laughs> I oh, don't worry. I can't get you pregnant or I'm immune to diseases. And it's like, nah. <laughs> like, that's all well and good. <laughs> but I like when the characters still make a point of using yeah. condoms or protection. It's just so or, funny because I feel like that is the one part I have the most trouble with in writing sex scenes is I'm like, I have to include the condom scene because I'm a huge advocate of safe sex. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't want there to, I don't, it to be any question about whether well, or not it's safe sex, you know? But it always feels like it takes it out of the moment just a minute, just for a second, you know? So yeah. I'm always like trying really hard to not let that happen where, where you're still kind of flowing along in the moment without it being awkward or weird, unless I really want it to be, which is a later book. But... <laughs> 
And I think the more we read and, and see those scenes, I think they will feel less awkward. And it's, and that's part of the whole safe sex right. narrative and the, and, the, and the push is like, it. unfortunately, we've gotten like a story that it is an awkward moment to have to deal with. But instead, we shouldn't look at it that way because mm-hmm. it's important right. for everyone's health. Like it's just a, right. it's a health thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's normalize it. So, you know, getting them in the stories and getting the scenes. And right. I don't think it took us out of it. I, we, no. Like, even, you, you know, I yeah, like it. Remember it. So. Yeah. Well, and those are the messages. Messages that we look for, that we like to talk about and to bring up and and good, you know, messages for maybe younger readers that are younger than us that are reading it. And, Not you know, too young. No, no, no. <laughs> Not the 14-year-olds. Don't put this book away, 14-year-old. Also, don't listen nah, to right. our podcast. Nah. You're fine. <laughs> They're okay. I gave it fine. to her daughter, her teenage daughter, and I was like, maybe skip chapter 10. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, but those are those are super good. I'm excited about Ryan. Oh yeah, well we love Ryan. Uh, we love Ryan. Ryan's we our love favorite. a geeky guy. He, they are always our favorite in every story. So we can't awesome. wait. To- <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said that he was in a raid in like the first or second chapter, I was like, yes. He is mine. I fucking love him already. Also, she must be a gamer. Are you a gamer? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's actually how my husband and I met. Really? Yes. We both play online MMOs. Uh, multi, multi, whatever that is. I don't know. Our, what our, uh, yeah. I, I call them MMRPPG. That's yeah. not it at all. All the letters. All the letters. letters. You're playing with other people <laughs> in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On what? But can yeah, I so, ask what game? Uh, World of Warcraft. Yes. You won me over with that. I was like, I am hers now. <laughs> Ryan and I are dating. Dan's okay with it. We're good. This is cool. He's always okay with it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love yeah, I've been it. playing Warcraft for like 15 years, I think. And nice. my husband and I met shortly after it came out, the game. So Wow. Like the original, like when it first started. The original. When it was Warcraft. No, no. The original World of Warcraft. So like oh, okay. five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. We both, we both are h- hardcore. We, we raid together. We That's... run together. Man. We didn't used to run guild together. We used to be competitive. Nice. Yeah. We, that's how we met. Nice. But, so that's, why, that's why it was fun writing Ryan, because I was like, this is this guy. I like Jake. I love him. Mm-hmm. But he's he's not uh, as, I'm, I don't connect with him as much as I connect with Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there with you. And, I, and he's a teacher, too. Yeah. Which yeah. is two, three, four books ago, we had a, a teacher romance, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was I just read yeah. Jen DeLuca's, she's not paranormal. She writes uh, contemporary, but she wrote Well Met, which is a story that's set at the Ren Fair. Mm. And the main guy's an English teacher, but he plays like a pirate during the summer in the Ren Fair. And it's, I love that book. It was amazing. For, for nerdy people, it was great. <laughs> anyway, he's a teacher. That's what made me think about that. Yes. Great. But no, yeah, Ryan is my, uh, he's actually probably the one that's most based off of my husband. Oh, nice. Because my husband is a hacker for the government. So he does coding stuff. Sweet. He's super dorky and everything. And yeah. Oh, we love, we're, we're totally into the tech nerds. We fight over the tech nerds. Not like, I mean, they're. <laughs> They're even real, but we're just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It is true. Well, then I was afraid when I couldn't tell if Ryan was good or bad. I was nervous. I was that, like, no. Wolf, I'm telling you, that wolf threw everyone But he's off. okay. He's fine. He's good. <laughs> we'll figure it out next book. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan has Ryan has a lot of issues. We'll put it that way. Okay. So, his past. So, mm-hmm. you find out that more than the next book. Okay. So. I think one of my favorite lines from Ryan was... <laughs> How he was talking about how amazing Evie was, and if he was a couple years older, he she'd be calling him Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, that he's talking to Sarah, and he tells Sarah she'd be calling Grandpa. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. Those were great. Also, love the scene where he comes over to the house the morning after, and she's all <laughs> pissed off because she's been locked in the well. Her keys have been taken yeah. by right, right. Uh, Jake, and she's having flashbacks to the whole Will incident, and so she's just ranting and she's yelling about like, "Yeah, it was hot monkey sex," but that doesn't. <laughs> And give him the right and, and Ryan's just sitting there like oh okay he's like I didn't need to hear that that was a good scene that was a good scene he was pretty humorous in that one yeah i I just loved how he was just no bullshit and you could just totally tell how his mind thinks and the typical sexy nerd thing happening i just i love it i'm sorry did you go ahead go ahead i wasn't gonna i don't (laughs) i was gonna say but that also like it was so interesting to watch him get her to the place where she could ask the right questions yeah because he was under the whatever from the fae Mm -hmm. where he's not allowed to answer specific things about specific topics 
But if she phrased things correctly, she could get around that. Mm -hmm. And so that was because it's hard. You can't just tell someone, hey, you have to do it this way. Yeah. (laughs) So he he was very, it was very fun to watch because that felt like a puzzle game, fit in with his gamer and his his techness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To be able to like convince, like get her to puzzle out the questions she needed to ask so she could get the information. Yeah. He spent a lot of years finding loopholes around the things that they made him do and the restrictions they put on him. So I said it was fun writing that in. His, awesome. his ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I read um I read the the first chapter for the second book and I yeah, it is I'm reading it. Well, I have to read our next book, but I'm reading this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was just gonna mention crazy monkey sex and whether or not any of us what our definition of it is, but we also we also don't have to talk because I don't have one. <laughs> you and I are like so awkward with sex. Well, I don't. Know. We talk about how awkward we are. And it's yeah. just you know. I think I think you know what I think I have monkey sex all the time because it just there's nothing romantic about it. <laughs> no, exactly though. I know like, everybody says. I had crazy monkey sex. What that really means is that you were so comfortable with your partner that you weren't nervous, that you weren't thinking about other things. You were really into it. And, you know, I feel like that is the definition of crazy monkey sex. I love it. That's what it is. I mean, so, and it's really interesting that you bring that up, that you brought up that it was the one sex scene in this book because I had several beta readers that were like, you promised me (laughs) sexy times and you gave me one sex scene. And I was like, well, (laughs) that was all Sarah could handle, okay? Yes. True, true. And so I was like, read the next couple of books because it gets a lot dirtier. So. Nice. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Thank you for explaining that. I, I really like that. And I, I hope you really didn't take offense to my that. I, I loved the way this scene was written. I loved the bump and grind scenes. Those were my favorite. The makeout scenes. There's something like to scenes. books when I like when the tension builds. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. occasionally, and I love the sex scenes, but occasionally the characters meet and just like have sex and you're like, okay, I mean, I'm for it, but I don't feel like I got to the like all the tension that kind of happens. Right. And that sexual tension could be yeah. some of the most interesting to read. It really brings you into the story mm-hmm. more and you yes. feel like just as frustrated sometimes yeah. as the characters are. Because like every time she'd be like close and then she'd say no and Will had to like leave, I'd be like, ah, no. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Not Will. We don't like Will. We leaving. don't like Will. Uh, <laughs> Will is in the first three books. Ooh. There is oh, no. Something. He's trying to get that we land. Don't like for that There's Will. something on that land he wants. But, um, <laughs> so I do, like, I appreciate those when the tension builds between the characters where it's not necessarily just sex all the time from the yeah. beginning because there's, there's something to learn there and to, like, oh, yeah. to feel. And then by the time it happens, you're so excited. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right. For sure. And, 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 and you You've built it up so much that we don't need the description. We already know what's happening. <laughs> I like how you structured that a little bit more than you get the characters together in three chapters, they're boning, and then like it's sex throughout the whole thing, which dude, we're never satisfied. But it's like, we just, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we're like, we just, we want content. We want all of the things. All, all, of all the, the things. books all the time. But we at least get content and story and plot and scenery and stuff with a book like yours. <laughs> Good. I want to read the whole package. Yeah. Yes. We want all of the things. Yep. But I think that, that goes back to your crazy monkey sex. Because I think even in a book, you want a connection with the characters that are having crazy monkey sex or whatever. You yeah. know? And I feel like the more putting the time into it, it's making you really care about the characters and getting to that point where there's tension and you are into it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's, that's where you're more at the crazy monkey sex where you're instead of just... You know, like, this is nice. This is nice. Oh, that was a good move. Or is yeah. it 10? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Polite applause. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's more realistic. Like, this type of interaction with a partner is so much more realistic. Well, I think it's what we read romance for. Yes. Romance is, in the end, the story of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So right. sometimes when the books a little tend too much to the erotica, which are fun to read, mm-hmm. but you definitely do feel the lack of a relationship. That, yeah. You know, it kind of does come out and you're like, yeah, I guess they like each other. <laughs> it's fine. But the the romance, which is what this book is, mm-hmm. is it gives you that relationship for the character. Yes. Yeah. That's what we read for. Absolutely. Because yeah. that tugs at the heart and mm-hmm. makes us feel the feels. Yes. And ignore the outside world. It sucks. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, 
Are we ready to wrap up? I think ready so. I don't have any more notes. Yeah, mine are mine are gone too. Well, we don't. We also don't want to take up too much time. We like to keep it nice and concise and That's just true. nice impact. So, for a fun fuck fact, Nicole, we are going to invite you to promote yourself, to talk about your next work, any of the books you want to share, just anything at all. Feel free to share your tags or social media, anything. Go for it. Okay. I do have a book coming out. So this is obviously the first three books in the series are out already, including the prequel. Um, the next book, which features characters that you haven't met yet, comes out in October, October 23rd, I think. Yes. And then the next two books after that will be November and December. So it's another rapid release. So um, you only have to wait until the end of the year to get the full series. So that'll be fun. Um, so you guys can look for that. The next one's called Impulsive Magic and then Rebellious Magic. And then the next one that's not out yet or in pre-order yet is Chaotic Magic. So there's a theme. Um, <laughs> and uh, you can find me at my website, NicoleHallBooks.com. It's all spelled normally. And uh, Nicole Hall, no H, no Nicole H. Anyway, and... Um, oh, I was like, wait, what? There's an H in Hall, but not in Nicole. Okay, there we go. It's hard when it's all just verbal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I am active on Facebook. So you can find me at my Facebook page. And I have a reader group that where we mostly just post half-naked pictures of guys and funny memes but sometimes we talk about books done <laughs> yeah so and it's, it's pretty active and a lot of fun so i encourage a lot of people come join us join us for the fun and like i said i'm working on a couple of new series for next year that is i haven't decided which one i'm putting out first yet so if, if anybody has opinions let me know the you god one me. you like the god one the old <laughs> yes. gods yeah but that old god like that idea yeah <laughs> I mean, the the joy of that for me is the idea that these guys have been gone since ancient Greek times or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're back now. And I think the premise of the story is going to be that they were they looked very magical and were very crazy and powerful before because nobody understood. Like, they could talk amongst themselves from far away, and they come back, and they're like, everything that we can do that we were special for, they have, humans have created technology for it. So now they're like, well, I can talk to this person that's on the other side of the country. And they're like, yeah, so can I. I have a cell phone. <laughs> Mine's probably faster, you know, so it's like this idea that the gods are back, but they're, like, not really powerful anymore, and the humans kind of aren't impressed. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that scenario. That's cool. That was my, that was my old gods series, so we're kind of working on that one. Cool. So. Great. All right. Sweet. Well, thank you so, so much, Nicole. This was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. And, oh. Yeah, let us know when the next books are out. (laughs) With a new series. Yeah. That one. That one. Yes, for sure. Even the fairy tale. Yeah, when I read that, oh, okay, retold. Yeah. You said like fairy tales retold or revisited. Yeah, so I haven't decided how I'm going to retell them yet. Though the other thing I was thinking about for that was that I wanted to do fairy tales that aren't told here a lot, like more diverse fairy tales. Because okay. I have a PhD, and part of my PhD was in folk tales and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. I have a huge knowledge, huge vast, you know, knowledge of different fairy tales from all over the world. So I wanted to tell fairy tales that people don't hear a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, there, I know a couple in Japan that I wanted to hit up. I was gonna maybe try to do some from a thousand and one Arabian Nights or you know some of the Russian fairy tales that people don't you don't hear as mm-hmm. much, you know. Mm-hmm. So not just the European versions. So yeah, that's where I was gonna go with that. Nice. I, I like that one too. Sure, uh, we'll love so fairy be tales. Fun. We're on board. <laughs> We're on board for all of it. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for joining us and it's been I'm so fun. glad you guys liked it yes yeah, book. totally. Anyways. Yeah, and we'll share your website and tag yeah. you on the Facebook post so that our yeah. our people can can see all that stuff too. So you don't have to spell Nicole. It'll actually <laughs> start. I think the first post about it'll go up on Wednesday. Okay, okay. I don't know. You're doing that. I know. I do the editing because this is going to come out on the seventh. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a pretty quick turnaround for us on this one. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. Normally it's months in between the interview <laughs> before. <laughs> but I'm just really... making sure my math is no. right on the on the dates. But yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll email you as they go up, so you know. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Anytime. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Definitely. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll read all six of them, and then we'll be like Nicole. We gotta talk about this wolf. Are you? Gonna, oh, are, you are you committing to reading five more books by December? Do you have? What are you doing in three years? <laughs> I. <laughs> I think I might graduate college by then, and then I'll have time to read them all. <laughs> no, we'll we'll get to them, and we'll definitely hit you up. Okay, great. Yeah, Thanks. awesome. Well, we'll talk to you later, and um, hopefully, and we'll let you know when this comes out, and we'll okay. uh, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, great. All right, all right. So much fun. Thanks, yeah. guys. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, that was us having our interview with Nicole. We hope you enjoyed it, and now we'll just. 
do our kind of wrap up our wrap the up episode. Yep. Which is really just reading, right? Do we have anything we wanted to speak on that we didn't get? I think we actually got to everything. Normally we have something that we want to pull from the book and talk about it sort of on our own. And by the way, when you said reading, <laughs> I thought you were talking about reading. <laughs> I'm like, what? You play WoW too? What's happening? I Give do not. Rating. Rate. <laughs> not raid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love I love nerding out with other nerds. It's so cool. But anyway, so yeah, I think we touched on everything. It was we we recommend this book. We love it. I love that she's got like coming out. With, I mean, they're too fast for me because I'm such a slow reader. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like you have to wait with you know so long to get into the next book. So and they're fresh. They're not seven years ago or anything like that. Hey, so. we might be reading a book from a decade ago <laughs> next. So don't don't knock it. I'm not I'm not next, but. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come Shortly. back and be like, oh, this book was written in 1846. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think we touched on everything. I don't know if there's any... We had, I think that was a really great conversation. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I only was an idiot a couple of times. It's fine. Hey, you took one for the team. Normally, it's me. <laughs> Normally, it's me. So I'm that like, was... wait, what am I... Talking don't worry. About? I, I, I came back when you were preaching about love and I was <laughs> lost. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't pick up on that at all. No, I it was very, I was like, what? What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, let's rate. All right. I'm going to give the story like an eight and a half. Okay. So I really did like the, the story and the plot and the characters and I'm interested in them. And I thought that Sarah was really fun and I loved her growth over the course of the book because it's not, you know, she's not going through an easy period of time. Yeah. And uh, so I liked that. And I think the sex is a solid seven. It's toe curling, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like fireworks but it's getting there and i think we have fancy yeah. hotter sex to come as she according to nicole was. so but it was a good building story like a good mm-hmm. sex to start it was a good um yeah laying out of the story the plot the main characters i mean she did say we're gonna meet new people oh, yeah. later on yeah we got um, a whole town full of people yeah a whole town full i i really enjoyed it i think i can give this whole thing on both aspects our super squishy aid because the lead up all of the the teasing scenes and the the makeout scenes and stuff are I'm all for that. I think that they're <laughs> I thought they were fun. They are fun. Super fun. And I'm interested in, in knowing more about this type of Fae world particularly because I I don't, haven't gotten much Fae. No, I think so. the next book which is Z is you know one of the main characters in mm-hmm. the story and she's a fairy. She's like, full Fae. She's full Fae. I will be a really good um yep. <laughs> <laughs> started reading so, we got a notification that popped up and, and our minds went to I just it pay attention to shit. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i think that'll be really interesting because then we'll get a little bit more backstory on, mm-hmm. on what these particular fae are like they're kind of trapped in the woods i thought they were bound yeah. by the some mm-hmm. kind of agreement they made with humans or whatever I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find That'll out. That'll be in the next book. That will be. So you guys should go read it. And uh, the first one's on Audible. For, yeah. Yes. That's Ooh. awesome. I, <laughs> so good. It's, I, I, was, I mean, I love reading. I love reading it. It was a, it, an easy read, even for someone like me who is not a good reader. You know, yeah, either it was way. Fun. But I do appreciate the Audible books. Audible is not a word. Audible books. Well, Audible is a specific company. You can get audiobooks not through Audible. True. So everybody, you know, doesn't have to. They can. We rep Audible. They really should pay for our whole podcast. They can't understand why they don't understand. Why aren't you guys giving us? I'm you shocked know. that they haven't discovered us. Hello. We talk about you guys <laughs> all, all the, the fucking time. time. <laughs> hey, if we were to create our own, like, insert of a commercial, would it be audible? Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, and, and uh, discount code SDB for... <laughs> discount code Dirty Books. <laughs> dirty Books. Please download the audible thing. Free, one free book. But, <laughs> I know. They terrible. thought they're... They, They'd have to give us a script. Because <laughs> that was horrible. And they advertise on other podcasts, and it kills me that I'm like, God damn it. If we were ever to get an no, ad, it would be theirs. If we just had. All I'd want for them to do would be just to pay for my monthly subscription. <laughs> I just want a free book. That's look, all. look, look, <laughs> look. I'm going to end up buying more. I buy way more than my monthly anyway, but if they just comp the monthly. You know? Yeah. That would be so nice. We would still do it. It's all good. Anyway, we, we got distracted yeah. by things. 
Oh, all right, all right. We're, we're buckling down. So we rated the book. We liked the book. We recommend Nicole Hall. Go read her stuff. And guess what, guys? <laughs> guess we what? have another interview next episode. <laughs> so the next episode will be reading Tamed, which is uh, the Black Dragon Brotherhood book one by A.D. Award. And we will also be interviewing her. So that's two in a row. Yes. And she is also from the Colorado Writers Romance writers. <laughs> See, no, I can't. I'm never going to fucking get that right. Sorry. Colorado romance writers group. And we already did a book of 80s. Yes, um, we read Chase Me mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Well, this season. This year. I don't. You guys, whatever. Look, we did it, uh, right? <laughs> episode 54 was don't, Chase Me. Don't make us tell you again. By 80 Award. And so, yeah, we're going to. This is a brand new book of hers that just came out uh, in September, mid September, September yeah. 17th. So we're reading the first book and we'll be bringing. Uh, that to you as well as an interview with AD yeah. next episode so definitely stick around you'll want to you'll want to come back for that in a couple of weeks yep and if you guys want to read the book and go along with the conversation with before it comes out you are more than welcome to that'd be awesome I mean you should do that I mean you we're should telling read. you to why do are it? you listening to How a book podcast and not reading the book done what we've asked you I just know more of it God. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. We, we are now yelling at our <laughs> listeners. That's horrible. No, we love you all, even if you don't we read the love books. You guys. I mean, I don't understand your choices in life, but good for you. You know, not all of this is going to make the cut. So good. I'm good. glad <laughs> none of this should. It's terrible. But anyway, so yes. Uh, in the meantime, please feel free to reach out and let us know um, what you think. If you have any questions for us or for authors that we may or may not talk to in the future. <laughs> Or if you want to suggest books for us to read, we'd love to hear your recommendations. Um, we really are following up on every recommendation somebody gives us because we want you guys to enjoy the podcast. And, you know, we love having people make suggestions for us. So uh, that is social media, shh, Dirty Books on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And that is shh with three H's. Or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and find us on Podbean, where is where we host our podcast and anywhere you would find podcasts except for some places. <laughs> All the free podcast places. Damn, I had it right on the past like four <laughs> or five did. episodes. You and then I, I came back. Things got it. weird. Things got weird. So... <laughs> Um, thank you, Jim Tazen, for your music. Yeah. Um, uh, he's awesome, and I'm so glad that we still have that. Yeah. It makes me happy every time I hear it. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yep. we're signing off now. This is Kalina. And this is Saylette. And, uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. And don't forget to rain review. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylette. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>